Kevin Milne is with us. Kia ora, Kevin. Kia ora, Jack. How's your dad cope with um, his brush with fame? <laughs> I think, okay, so I think he has, um, so, so this is just for anyone who hasn't followed it, my dad um, uh, earlier this year in a highly dramatic and stressful event went missing on a solo tramp in the Kahurangi National Park and I was helping to coordinate the search and rescue effort from Auckland, um, and he was he was spent a couple of nights in the bush. The cops reckoned it went down to about minus fifteen degrees, and he managed to survive by the skin of his teeth. Although um, he did himself a fair bit of damage, broke a vertebrae, and um, and had you know a lot of muscle wastage and uh, kidneys and liver shutting down, all that kind of thing. Anyway, we did a story on Sunday on TVNZ. And you can see that on our Facebook page, um, and uh, yeah, you know, however many hundred thousand people watch that, I think he, I think he's sort of been walking down the main street of Collingwood and Golden Bay, feeling like, um, you know, Elvis or <laughs> or Britney Spears or something. You know, I think he's, I think he's been enjoying the um, the recognition a little bit, Kevin. He would never admit that, of course. He would say, you know, it's a real toll, but I think, I think secretly he might be quite enjoying it. Yeah, well, he'll be proud that he's given the locator beacon a really good uh, boost. Well, that and, was the uh, that was the yeah. that was why we decided yeah. to do it. You know, we thought you know the fact that twenty bucks renting a locator beacon proved to be the decision that actually saved his life. Uh, yeah. It was the sort of thing that we should pass on to a lot of people because it's the sort of thing where a lot of people say, "Oh, you can't really be bothered." You know, it's not worth it. It's an easy tramp, and um, you know, but just one little thing goes wrong. It's a domino effect, and you know all sorts of things can cascade from that point. So he was very fortunate, really fortunate. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah. Thought, I thought he was great. Yeah. So, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, obviously we're very grateful that um had the had had a happy ending, and you yeah. are calling on your fellow Kiwis this week, Kevin, to feel a bit better about themselves. Well, I have to get, give credit for my piece this morning to business writer Liam Dan, and, and a terrific piece he's written for Herald Premium. He says the worst thing about living in New Zealand at the moment is the relentless negativity. Who knew, he says, the worst thing about a pandemic would turn out to be the insufferable complaining of people, unable to accept that there can be no certainty in a pandemic. I thought of Liam's words yesterday when I heard one commentator referring to recent COVID modelling, saying this is the criminality that we are being governed with at the moment. Criminality? Sure, the government's made mistakes, it'll make more, and yes, plenty of people and businesses are currently struggling, but we mustn't flush ourselves down the dunny of despair. A table's come up online, Jack, it's the long list of OECD countries, and how many people have died of COVID this year in each of those countries. I checked out New Zealand, of course, along with the two countries we're closest to, Australia and Britain. In Britain, just this year, over 60,000 people have died of COVID. All up, 136,000 have died. Last week, just under 1,000 Brits died of COVID. In Australia this year, 193 people have died of COVID. All up, just under 2,000 have died of COVID. So we come to New Zealand. It's at the bottom of this long list because it's had fewer deaths this year than any other OECD country. In New Zealand, two people, two people have died this year, sadly. Overall, we've had 27 deaths. By comparison to Australia's thousand or so cases of COVID in a day, 
we call 23 cases in a day a bounce. It's seen as bad news. Add to these figures that the economy's turned out a lot stronger than we expected it to be, and GDP and unemployment are back to pre-COVID levels. You have to conclude that those who govern us must have done some good things before switching to the criminality that we're being governed with at the moment. Jack, I say, take a few deep breaths, everybody. Cheer up. We're doing bloody well. Mm. Yeah, well done, Kevin. I I agree. I I largely agree. It's all a balance, isn't it? I mean, I think you've got to be in a position where, you know, given the uh, importance of the decisions our our politicians and policymakers are making at the moment, they've got to be open to scrutiny, absolutely. But um, I think these things are all a bit of a balance, and sometimes that balance can be a bit out of whack. I think so. Mm, yep. mm. No, yeah. I totally agree with you. Hey, I've got to pass on a thanks from one of our listeners, Kevin. It's not regarding McDonald's or KFC, but they're thanking you for the recommendation for frozen uh, mashed potatoes from last week. <laughs> <laughs> I tracked some down, says Sandy. I tracked some down at Pack and Save, and it's fantastic. It's going to be on my shopping list in the future. Um, a big winner. So thank you very much, Kevin. That's great. How about that, eh? Hey, thanks, Kevin.